Hello, and welcome to The View from University Heights, a podcast devoted to the people, the programs, and the experience of Bronx Community College. I'm Michael David Quinn, Senior Editor in BCC's Office of Communications and Marketing. Now, in earlier times, The View from University Heights was recorded on the campus of BCC, and we hope to be doing that again in the fall. But like all schools in the City University of New York, BCC is currently shut down by the COVID-19 pandemic. So today's interview is being conducted online. But even as BCC's classes and events have gone virtual, our community of dreamers, strivers, and achievers is as vibrant as ever. And there's no better proof of that than our guests today. I'd like to introduce you to Tiffany Dubonyard. She's the Student Life Specialist at BCC and the coordinator of the college's Social Justice Network, a very exciting initiative, both on campus and online, which is the subject of today's podcast. Welcome to The View from University Heights, Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're looking forward to this. Now, we'll shortly be joined by students who've worked with you in the Social Justice Network. But first, why don't you describe the Social Justice Network to our listeners and its role on the BCC campus? Sure, absolutely. So um, <clears throat> my name is Tiffany Dubon-Yard, and as the Student Life Specialist in Civic Engagement at BCC, um, in the summer of... 2020 for June 2020, as we were preparing for uh, fall 2021, the Office of Student Life, we realized that we needed to do something um, impactful for our students and to show them support um, when it came to the issues that were happening in our communities and within our country in regards to the uprisings with um, George Floyd's death, um, Ahmaud Arbery, um, so many others that we've lost due to injustice and uh, due to police brutality. And we want, and we were receiving student communication saying, I'm upset, I'm angry, I'm hurt, I'm, I want to do something, what are, what's BCC doing about it? So we decided um, as an Office of Student Life, we couldn't handle this and we couldn't take this on on our own. We needed to really come together as a BCC community, reach out to the experts that we have in our own backyard, right? So looking at faculty members, looking at administrators, looking at the work at these uh, grassroots activists that are working and doing the legwork outside of BCC, outside of their their role of a faculty member or their role as a VP or a Dean of a specific area, right? Um, and so we reached out to our networks within um, the Women Up Center, within the social sciences departments, history, academic departments, the Mellon Empowerment Network, ASAP, College Discovery. We've reached out to the campus community mm -hmm. and uh, decided to just do a planning meeting at first. And this planning meeting really just grew into what we now call the social justice network. We realized um, this, this body, this group of people needed a name and we needed to be recognized and we needed a, a brand and a label for the work that we're doing at BCC. So, so that's really how um, SJN started and, um, and, and we're proud to where it is now. 
And could you tell me some of the programs that uh, the Social Justice Network has? Uh, oh, yeah. In? <laughs> I mean, outside of um, within since June up until now, up until today, actually, we have an event coming up later on today, but we've had uh, we've hosted over 20 um, really great events. We've done Civic Action Week uh, September of 2020, which um, in which we did Constitution and Citizenship Day, National Voter Registration Day. We collaborated um, on Latinx History Month events in which we've done uh, Let Dreamers Dream, the DACA Dreamer event, uh, Pelo Bueno versus Pelo Malo, in which they discuss racist features of the Dominican culture, uh, which was researched and presented by Professor Grisela Costa. Uh, we have giving Tuesday kickoff event with Cariato Diallo back in December and really opened up Black History Month with the Black Lives Matter in December, right? We, we mm -hmm. really uh, brought it in, started the spring semester with uh, Black Lives Matter, Do They Matter to You event, um, demonstrating what's possible when faculty and staff administrators and students collaborate. That was the title of the Social Justice Network's presentation that we did. We presented it at the um, at the winter conference, the college, of, the Community College of Excellence conference in, on, back in January. We also did held that same presentation for students um, to get more student input in uh, early February. And then we've recently been doing a lot of vaccine hesitancy conversations, panel discussions. We've held one in February, we've held one in March. Um, hopefully we'll have another one um, coming up this April. Um, we've done campaign, online campaigns with the hashtag site Black Women email signature challenge, right? In which we're asking our BCC community members to include a hashtag in which they're citing uh, a Black woman faculty staff or administrator in their area, which to, to, to show support and promote that this is, the, this is the first Black woman um, doctor that we have here, or the, our first Black woman dean or VP. Um, so we, we have that challenge hap going on right now um, uh, at BCC's campus. And we have a lot of exciting new things coming up as well. Yeah, I would like to uh, get to that uh, later in the program, but um, I did want to ask all of this uh, recent activity, of course, has been online. Uh, have you basically had problems adjusting the pandemic or has it pretty much been <laughs> business as usual, just in a different form? Well, I'll say this. Um, we started in the pandemic, right? Uh, I mean, I don't think we were we would have really been able to um, push out and execute as many as many programs as we had as we've had if it wasn't uh, virtual actually so I think that uh, the virtual platform has really helped SJN um, just become as successful and become as wide known and as it has been so far we do look forward to the moments that we can go do, have in-person events again but um the amount, the product that we're that we're handing out there, it's 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 all thanks to virtual platforms. I actually, they call me the the Zoom guru, the uh, virtual planning coordinator at BCC because I'm literally almost at every Zoom event, working the IT, working the background for it, and um, 
in the summer, I took a lot of time um, out of my day to figure out, okay, what's the best Zoom um, capabilities and how, and how can we best use this platform for the type of work that we want to um, execute for our students. So it took a lot of training, um, but it, it's definitely skills that we'll be able to take on and continue, right? I'm, I'm already looking at how we can still hold virtual events and combine them with in-person events, right? So even if we have to limit the capacity of in-person um, events to 20 people, I don't want it to only be available to 20 people. I want this event to still uh, be marketed and have access by by the hundreds. And, and that's what we've been getting at our events. Um, we've and been, we've had, seen. yeah, we've had uh, our Zoom rooms get packed with, with the type of yeah. uh, events that we crack up. Yeah, they've been they've been very exciting. I've had uh, the uh, experience of joining many of them. Now, uh, why don't we introduce the students that we have here today, who have participated and contributed to some of the social justice network events? Why don't you introduce them, Tiffany? Sure, absolutely. So um, I'm going to get started with one of our my first student collaboration. Um, Yamilet Martinez. She is in the ASAP Women's Empowerment Committee and um, with ASAP Women's Empowerment Committee. And for those listeners unfamiliar with the term ASAP, uh, that stands for Accelerated Study in Associate Programs. It's a campus-wide initiative that provides BC students with everything they need from free tuition to tutoring and mentoring and so forth, so they can graduate in a timely manner. Uh, go on. Um, they have a lot of intrusive uh, advisement and programming, and with that, mm -hmm. they create uh, these uh, groups within their academic programming in which Yamilet is a student member of their Women's Empowerment Committee. And they wanted to collaborate with SJN and needed a lot of support in creating and executing the um, Let Dreamers Dream event for our Civic Action Week that took place in Great. the fall. Should I mention all of their names? Uh, why don't we once? talk to Yamlet first? Uh, okay. Yamlet, tell ahead, us Yamlet. Uh, your, your, your involvement in the uh, Student Justice Network. Go ahead. Hello, everyone. Um, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Yamilet Martinez. I am currently a student member um, of the ASAP Women's Empowerment Committee and um, a DACA recipient and a recent graduate uh, from BCC with an associate in arts. Great. And what activities with the Social Justice Network have, have you been involved in? So with the uh, Social Network um, uh, program, I've been involved in let the dreamers let dreamers dream event um voters of registration and been continuously you know supporting them throughout their um their workshops that they've uh, held mm -hmm. has this opened your eyes or gotten you interested in uh, other possibilities for uh, life at bcc and after would you um say? yes for sure uh because you know let the let dreamers dream event um, meant so much to me. Um, this event focused on providing uh, DACA dreamers and uh, undocumented students resources, I mean, resources such as scholarships and uh, counseling in and outside of BCC. 
um, the goal was to reassure to these students that they are not alone and that they are safe at BCC and to establish a sort of uh, community. As I mentioned in the beginning, I am a DACA recipient and being a student at BCC, I noticed that BCC um, needed a stronger support system for this uh, group of students. Oftentimes I felt um, uncomfortable to ask certain questions because I didn't know who to go to. Mm -hmm. I know um, that I'm not the only DACA student who has felt uncomfortable speaking to their advisors about financial aid and other topics that affect you know, us as immigrants. And um, the social justice network provided, you know, their full support. And every and every time that there is an opportunity for me to speak about this matter, Tiffany has considered me, which I am so thankful for. Great. Okay, Tiffany, who can you introduce to us now? Absolutely, we'll kick it off to our pre to the Student Government Association president, Gabriel Morillo, who took lead for the Black Lives Matter Do They Matter to You panel discussion. Mm -hmm. Gabriel, welcome. Uh, what, uh, describe your involvement with the uh, Student Justice Network. Hello, um, good afternoon, everyone. Um, could y'all hear me? Yep. Okay, good afternoon. Um, my name is Gabriel Morillo. I'm the current 20 to 21 SGA president. I represent the Disability Services, NIPERG, Mel Empowerment Network, and Afro-Hispanic community. And I'm also a proud member of the Ju of Justice at BCC Committee. Um, Black Lives Matter um, panel event was not only a criminal justice issue. It was an econ to me. It was an economic issue. It was a healthcare issue. It was an environmental issue, and it's a social social issue, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, my time working with Tiffany, uh, David Leverts, uh, Richard, uh, the panelists, Kenneth Flowers, Shamika Pierce, uh, Clifford Marshall and Manny Lopez was um, nothing but perfect. It was empowering. And I felt very motivated um, to work with uh, great people to talk about um, Black Lives Matter, um, um, Black Lives Matter, Do They Matter to You panel because Black Lives Matter means so much um, to me, to my community, to all of our communities, especially in the Bronx. And to ask questions to um, politicians like Vanessa Gibson and to the panelists, and have a conversation about Black Lives Matter in, um, in Bronx Community College and have the support of the president and so many people um, in administration and faculty and the professors who invited their students um, means a lot. And it shows how, how united we are to tackle and, and address and, and uh, talk about um, issues that affects the Black community. And the Student Government Association has been involved in a lot of uh, social justice network events, right? And as president, you've been involved in that capacity as well. Of course, of course. SGA is always advocating for uh, social justice issues, um, not only because it affects um, us personally, but it affects the communities who um, and our peers and everyone um, th that's a part of Bronx Community College. Like we can't, we, we can't um, just not uh, stay silent. We decided to stand up for what's, what's right, stand up for our civil liberties, our civil rights and um, what makes this country um, uh, supposed to be so great, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Okay, Tiffany, who do we have next? Um, next, we'll move on to Jasmine Ramirez. She's uh, the Student Government Association's legal legislator and participated in the Keeping Black History Alive uh, panel. Hello, my Hi name there. is. 
Hey, so, how are you? Great. So tell us how you've been involved in the social justice network uh, and programming. I am, just as Tiffany said, the legal legislator of the SGA. I came in this semester, the spring is my first semester there. When this is an amazing program to be a part of. I'm also a part of the men's program along with Gabriel, the president of the SGA. And I'm also a part of the ASAP program. So I can vouch for Tiffany and Yamile when they say that it is a truly amazing program that does try to help students and help them expand and become a better version of themselves and make sure that they get all the tools that they need in order to succeed. I was also a part of the Black History Panel with Senator Kenneth Flowers, which was amazing it was a great turnout and i had such a wonderful experience there especially being able to voice out my um own personal black um experience as a dominican american mm -hmm. and how has your work with the social justice network affected your view of bcc and perhaps your plans for the future can you think of any examples it has affected my work at BCC because it opened my eyes and gave me an experience that like no other. Like if it wasn't for BCC, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to be a panel and to discuss on certain topics and to share my expertise on certain things that actually help my peers and mm -hmm. other students who were having like a lot of issues with it. Like, they didn't know what to do about certain situations. And I was actually able to give them that insight and that knowledge that they never received anywhere else. Terrific. Uh, one more uh, student is with us today, Tiffany. Could you introduce him, please? Yes, and last but certainly not least is um, our SGA, one of our SGA senators, Kenneth Flowers, who also participated in the Keeping Black History Alive panel, as well as the Black Lives Matter panel in December. So go ahead, Kenneth. Yes, Kenneth, tell us uh, how the Social Justice Network has uh, affected you and what you've been involved in. Yeah, social justice. Good evening. First of all, let me thank uh, Tiffany and everyone for allowing me to be here today. Yes, um, yes, I'm, I'm Kenneth Flowers. I'm a senator with the S Student Government Association. I'm also the vice president for the uh, Committee on Academic uh, Freedom. I'm also on the Committee of Academic Standing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a veteran, so that's part of the reason why I. Uh, participated in the uh, social justice network because I wanted to share my experience from the travels from around the world and also of uh, coming back to school at such an age as I am. And so being a part of the uh, social justice network has given me the platform to share my experience. And one of the things that I always share with the senators on the SGA committee is that we are here to teach one and to learn from someone. And that's, mm -hmm. been, that's been my platform ever since. And I'm not going to change from that. And I'm glad to be a part of all these committees that I am on. Yes. It's worth noting if uh, perhaps our listeners haven't noticed that three out of the four people are involved in the uh, Student Government Association, a very vibrant part of the BCC campus. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to thank all of you uh, for uh, participating uh, today, by the way. Uh, Tiffany, what is ahead uh, for the social justice network in the months to come. Yeah, um, absolutely. So we are, and you'll see at least one of these students again at um, our future events and programs. We are um, set to present at the BC, well, we presented at the BCC conference on community and college excellence. We also actually um, submitted to present 
uh, for the upcoming BCC faculty day, we actually submitted a proposal to jointly present with justice at BCC, which is our re-entry group. Um, we focus on justice impacted students in that committee. So we're looking to do a joint presentation at faculty day. We are also selected to do a presentation at the CUNY Faculty Diversity and Inclusion Conference taking place in, um, in April of 2021. And along with Justice at BCC, we're excited to bring to the campus Thrive Training, which is uh, training for all faculty, uh, staff, administrators, and even student leaders who are interested in learning how to um, work with justice impacted uh, with the justice impacted population at BCC and our and our neighboring community. Well, that's all so that's there. coming out in August, and you know we're we work month by month. We're cranking out um, information programs. We're also working on an autism awareness event happening in April as well. So that's coming up. I know the SGA along with SJN. We're collaborating on, um, on youth, youth and college students, um, the importance on their voices in elections in, local, in their local elections. So we're looking to do a panel discussion on that event as well. So just keep an eye out. We're working on our webpage um, on BCC. We're working on a, on a social justice webpage in which we are looking to advertise and market the social justice network, justice at BCC, um, the Association of Latino Faculty and Staff, as well as Unity and Strength, which is the, the Black Faculty and Staff Association that we have at BCC. So we're looking to have a one-stop shop for all of your social justice planning um, at BCC and to also market and advertise the work that we've done already. Terrific. It, it really does sound like the Social Justice Network has become a very central and vibrant part of BCC. And uh, I want to thank you for uh, coming on today uh, and explaining it to our listeners. And again, my thanks to all the students who participated. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Anyone who's interested in joining, feel free to shoot an email to bcc.sjn at gmail.com. That is our email address. Um, if you would like to be a speaker or join the group, we are more than happy and open to all. Thank okay. you again. And thank you again for being a part of The View from University Heights. This has been The View from University Heights, a podcast devoted to the people, the programs, and the experience of Bronx Community College. And if you'd like to learn more about BCC or maybe hear previous episodes of this podcast, check out our very incredibly cool website at www.bcccuny.edu. Uh, since you've now finally found a pen, or maybe open the notepad on your phone. I'll repeat that address. Here it is, www.bcc.cuny.edu. Our theme music is by Kevin McLeod, and I am Michael David Quinn, Senior Editor in BCC's Office of Communications and Marketing, inviting you to join us for the next episode of 
The View from University Heights. Bye for now.